Hi, Mike Sarah here from Customer States. If you're searching for the highest quality additives, lubricants, or cleaners for your automotive, heavy equipment, agricultural, or industrial machinery needs, look no further than the Justice Brothers line of products. From lubing your chainsaw, performing a complete fuel system treatment and decarb service on a customer's vehicle, keeping that forklift forking and lifting, or just need a can of that famous JB80 penetrant to persuade a rusty bolt, Justice Brothers has you covered. Travis Ferris of Hit Distributing is not only Southern California's authorized Justice Brothers distributor, but also a great friend of mine. Over the years, Travis has helped me and my dealership with anything and everything we need, including all the lines of Justice Brothers products and even equipment to perform the various services we may need for our specific application. HIT stands for honesty, integrity, and trust, so you know when you contact Travis, that's exactly what you'll get. That, combined with Justice Brothers supplying superior quality automotive products since the 1940s and 75 years in the racing industry, you will have absolutely everything at your disposal to get the job done. Justice Brothers is proudly made in the USA, and they have a satisfaction guarantee or your money back. Justice Brothers has the best quality products over any other competitor, and they'll gladly tell you that themselves. If you live in the Southern California area, call my man, Travis Ferris, at 805-208-7818. And if you don't, call him anyway and tell him I said thanks. And visit justicebrothers.com to learn more about their complete line of products. Justice Brothers, America's brand for quality. struck me hands to yourself okay hey we should have started this episode with to the windows okay. to the walls to the sweat drips down my balls yeah, the sweat so is dripping down your balls thank it's, you for being do here do the noise with a, ah! there you go it's really hot today you guys it's it is horrid. was 108 degrees in the area that we are right now it currently is what do we think it is right now in this room 89. Uh, it's no, it's about 89 right now. It's 89 degrees in the room that we are recording. So we apologize if there's slight fan noise. Like we're really sorry, but it's hot as we fuck have in more here. than one fan attending this. <laughs> Fans in the studio today. So this is Customer States podcast coming to you live from the sweatbox of doom, right located right at the taint of the devil today. So um, this Fifth is the podcast where we talk about everything in the automotive industry. I'm Ali Paul, and I'm also, it's really hot. I think we should quench a, quench our thirst today. Indeed. It's Friday, and it's time to do one of these. Wow, <sighs> premature crack on her end. I mean, I feel like I set it up pretty good. I think you guys are delayed, which sometimes is good. These oh came gosh. out. These came out of the fridge cold, and they're already like just kind above of. room temp. Hashtag Celebel. These are delicious. They are delicious. Thank, thank you to you. our sponsors. Yeah. Thank at you, unnamed me. brand of alcohol, and thank you to our sponsors for providing this alcohol. Yes, for us. this alcohol bought, brought to us by Mike today. <laughs> bought for us. Bought and brought. 
by Michael, this, Sarah. This lovely brand is um, Average Bubbling Seltzer. <laughs> <laughs> That's very good brand appropriation. This mm-hmm. is very nice. So, in case you guys don't know already, I'm Ali Paul. I am a warranty administrator. I administrate mor- warranties. I'm so sorry, Eric. Okay, really quick before we move on. <laughs> Eric got a new tattoo. He did. And he was doing something that I didn't think he should be doing. And I gently smacked, smacked him on the arm. arm. It was not gentle. Exactly. Well, it's because... As she's about to do it again. No, no, I'm not doing it. Her arm went out. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. Do I need to call the uh, Child Protective Services or whatever? Yeah. You need yeah. to pull this car yes, over. She's a bitch. I, okay, so I'm a warranty. <laughs> Warranty administrator, a bitch, and um, the fiance to the lovely person to the left of me. Oh, for fuck's sake, you're my wife. But we're, it's not on paper, baby. Mm-hmm. Doesn't need to be. You've been together long enough. Yeah. Yep. Common law. California is not a common law state, though. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So um, to my left is Jacob Rikus. <laughs> Hello, Jacob. Hello, everybody. Michael, Hello, Jacob. Michael made me come today. It is a very hot That's day. That's okay. Today. I'm going to make you come later. Oh, <laughs> do not come. Do not come. So it's very hot and I'm sweating like a whore on nickel night. We but all have towels. Anyways, um, I'm a service advisor and... Um, yeah. Um, Pen that's pusher. about it. That's all that I do. Just a service advisor. I'm a punching bag. Here, work. And home. a chair swiveler. And you a chair did swiveler. All the chair I was going to say, I, I did a lot of wee today. It was a lot of fun. Kept You're me cool. Wee, 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 wee. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to my. No, don't. I hate that noise. Don't oh. do that. To my. <laughs> oh my God. To my left is the prison warden, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, thank you for that introduction, Jacob. Yeah. Is your intro going to change now? Yeah. What is it? We'll talk about that in a little bit. But uh, my name is Mike Zara. I am the senior master technician, shop foreman, and transmission technician at a Ford dealership. And um, to my left is... Did you uh, say shop foreman? We'll talk about that later. Well, I feel like... Foreman. Okay. He okay. Did. Well, I don't know what's happening. For those of you who are listening and didn't catch that. Foreskin! Um, and to my left is the uh, bangingly bodacious, baddest bitch, Eric Montenegro. 100% that bitch. Honey percent. Hey, bitches. Mm-hmm. I love it. it. I'm sorry. I I'm can't gonna play get... that. I'm going to play that a lot. I'm, I'm very sorry. <laughs> Hi, bitches. Sorry, Steve. Eric Montenegro here. Heavy line technician, Ford Motor Company, four and a half years. Ooh, ooh. Actually, it's four... Years and nine months. Oh, nice. Wow. Almost five. Four months and a baby gestational period. <laughs> four that's months. a weird way to look at it, but yeah. <laughs> that's accurate. Yeah. Four years and a baby. Four score and seven years ago. Oh, my God. Anywho, you know it's what been I an wish? interesting uh, week. This week can suck my ass. Hmm. Yeah, especially with the heat, hmm. which I wish would just, like, fucking disappear. Disappear like the porters. Uh-huh. What do you mean? Oh. Mm. Wow. Ooh, that was God. like such a nice. I love that you have pitch. to point it out. 
Well, I'm sorry. It Everybody defeats, should notice. Everyone says, oh, hey, you should be more proud of yourself, Allie. And here I am. And look at what you're doing. He said it kind of disappearing like porters. That was pretty obvious. You don't have to point it out. It ruins the fun. <laughs> well, I'm so glad you, I have you, which I almost touched your arm again. <laughs> this will this like teach you to not be so touchy. <laughs> I like when she touches me. I'll touch when I want. Thank you. (laughs) When she gets angry, they bounce. And more power to you. Oh, yeah, they're bouncing up and down. Yes, they are. Stop looking at those. Stop looking at them. (laughs) These old things. (laughs) So, disappearing. Yeah. So, disappearing porters. It's my favorite. It is a magic trick. It's like when you're in your house and you see something out of the corner of your eye scurry across the floor, but there's really nothing there. Or a moth fly by Allie's face and she didn't know about it. Fuck those bitches. Oh, my God. Moths can eat my left toe. Where are you, uh, <laughs> Mr. Forget? Um, so, and, uh, <laughs> Lee Forget. <laughs> Eat your left toe. He'd be more than happy to. Yes, he would. What? Lee Remember Forget. He would, he would walk across glass or something like that. So Is that who that was? I thought it was. Yeah, no, wasn't I Lee don't else. think so. Wasn't that Lee? No, that was Brandon, wasn't it? No, that wasn't Lee. No, that wasn't Lee. We oh, just okay. had talked about Lee, who is an amazing person, and he's being struck from this slander strucketh so he's a great man and we that. will not sully his name on this podcast <laughs> exactly lee thank you for your assistance Unle- un- with my it needs lee, unless you like to suck toes then no judgment whatsoever who <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> doesn't <laughs> she doesn't like her toes touched i miss david right. no i don't forward. like the in between of my toes <laughs> the touched webbing so disappearing porters <laughs> the, webbing. the webbing so disappearing oh porters God. the my porters and bless their little fucking souls. Um, Do we mean that? To an extent. Because I don't have to pull up cars or wash them as much now that I have a team or two of them. So they have a really bad habit that sometimes even when they're both there, one will magically disappear right (laughs) when we have a lot of cars pulling up or need cars pulled up to the front or vehicles washed. But their favorite thing to do, for whatever reason, and it was very hot and I almost killed everybody in my service department today, um, when one of them goes on lunch, the other one, like a fucking fart in the wind, just disappears. So you get nothing. (laughs) And today we were very busy and everybody was in a poor mood because it was hotter than balls. Yeah. Balls are pretty hot. Yes. And... I don't have any. Specifically. Those are words. Those are words. <laughs> Just the ones in your mouth. And specifically, we had. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> that, that, that was a reflex. Sorry. <laughs> um, we had one of my porters go to lunch today. And we had. This was right around 1245 when he goes to lunch, which is asinine to begin with. The times that they take lunch are wrong beyond all compare is that because you're busy at that time it's annoying yes and when he took his lunch my other tech right as all of our afternoon appointments start to show up and we need people to park and clear the drive and possibly wash other cars and pull up other ones and you get nothing he's just he's gone and he's quick that's the thing 
and he wears a giant high vis bucket hat. Oh my gosh, I love it! It's brand new. It's from was, this week. This is a new edition. He was gifted. He's friends with a lot of the trash truck drivers that show up. He's just he's a friendly guy. He's actually very he's very very nice. nice. And I I like and he him. He always says this to us. Hello, how are you? Hello, how are you? For whatever reason. <laughs> okay. And he wears a high-vis bucket hat that he got from one of the trash truck drivers that she's just buddies with. So you can see him from across the lot. Even with that fucking hat on, he's like a fucking wizard. I don't know how he does it. <laughs> you're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. You're, you're a Christian, Harry. Um, he takes the hat off. It's a long-running joke between me and Ali. Yes, it is. And it's funny, but and I'll you explain can, later. You can look at him. And like he's right there, and then you turn to talk to a customer for a millifucking second, and you turn back, and he's gone. Whole deal, he's gone. He's just he's like Batman. Yeah, disappears. I'm 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 darkness. Um, <laughs> and so today, because I was hot and pissed off, and the AC doesn't work in our service drive, so it was a solid ninety-two in there pretty much all day. Yeah, it was like asphalt. the service office. The service office. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And none, it's bad. And none of. The, to give you an idea of how shitty it is in that building, the customers sit outside instead of sitting inside of our service office because of that. But we don't fix it. We but just leave it that way. It's a lovely locale, so wouldn't you want to enjoy the outside? So I paged over the loudspeaker. Basically, Izzy, get your fucking ass back over to the fucking service drive. and In nicer words. In nicer words. But... He didn't show up to begin with, and then we start pulling up cars ourselves because there is customers waiting. And as we all hop into cars to pull them up, and when we hop out of the cars, he then shows back up and starts parking the cars that we had to move. And I'm like, where were you? And he's like, I've been here the whole time. The fuck? Oh, boy. I'm like, I'm like, oh. That pushed a button. Oh, boy. I walked away. I'm like, nope, not doing this right now. I will. Good on you. Yep. Honestly, good on you because you can't you can't put yourself in that you situation. Just can't. So you can't we, do it. So we were playing Porter. My little tater tot. So speaking of playing Porter on Monday of this week, you know, you we see how he didn't point out the fact that he segued into the next topic. I'm sorry. You Did you say something? Well, I'm sorry. It was that expensive piece. I don't know. Everyone <laughs> else heard me. But. Right. <laughs> what? Uh, I love you. So, speaking of playing you. Porter, um, it sucks ass. The at the beginning of this week, you know, we've had a lot of change at the dealership, and it just so happens that after lunch, one of our porters said that they weren't coming back because they had an emergency come up. Mm. Well, that's that may be good and well for other dealerships that have multiple porters. That was our only porter for closing. Oh, how many porters do you generally have two, in a day? Two. Like, two, per shift. Two. 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 For your whole shop? Two. Two. There, there's one. <laughs> two. There's, how there's, many? There, two. two. There's one for sales. Everybody. Shvai. Two. 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 There's one Dose. for sales. Shvai. But uh, I try not to use him if I don't have Shvai. to. Um, and we have uh, technically three porters, but... Their, their shifts are staggered, um, as they should be, but when the person who's supposed to close says they're not coming back from their lunch break, um, that kind of puts a, a damper on things. Yeah, so being the guy that I am, I volunteered to play closing porter and lock up the shop and pull up cars and do all the porter duties and all that kind of stuff. So <laughs> Mike said duty. On Monday, I didn't leave the shop until about 6.15, which granted, I got at the shop at about 6.15 in the morning. So that's that was a long like, day. 
Yeah, it was a pretty long day. And again, a long day that I'm not Jacob. Yes. Jacob. Yes. That we was that was hard. I don't know if what you happened? heard that sweet, sweet everyone, listener. Everyone heard the flick of the towel. What happened? I can't believe that didn't hurt more. Because <clears throat> um, I didn't do it hard. So yeah, uh, so I I was at work for twelve hours and nobody bothered to tell that specific porter that hey because you said that there was a quote unquote emergency which I almost guarantee you was not an emergency. Well, you don't know. Her head well, probably was hurting. Uh, yeah, I Eric, thank you. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't mean to talk trash <laughs> about employees, sick. but um, I'm saying it. You can't fit yeah. with us. But uh, chances, chances are it was not a real emergency and definitely leaving the dealership stranded because they know they we're short staffed mm-hmm. in that position. Um, I just had to fill in because there was no one else that was going to do it. We need cars pulled up. We need this done. We need that done. The uh, service advisors are not going to lock up the shop at the end of the day and turn the compressors off, drain the tanks, all that kind of stuff. So um, I stepped in and I did it and I didn't even, uh, I left the dealership at like 6.15, You're such a good person, Michael. Everybody oh give Michael we a really round of applause. Everybody, everybody, wait, hold on, hold on while I pat myself on the back for this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to hear it in the microphone. Hold on. Oh, yes, he's sweaty. <laughs> All right. So moving forward. Good job, Mike. No, I, that wasn't the point. Anyway, uh, unapplied labor. Do we want to talk about that? No. How about uh, uh, explosive ordinance what disposal? What is unapplied labor? What <laughs> is that? Jesus Christ. What does that well, mean? That's what EOD stands for. What does it Do you stand for? I'm sorry. I missed that. Explosive uh, ordinance disposal. Yeah. That's what. Getting rid of an IED. Uh, IUD. IED. No. <laughs> <laughs> Very different thing. Very different. Do you guys know? It's an improvised it's End of day? There you device. go. End of day. I, I figured that's what it was, yeah. but I figured yeah. we'd, we should have some fun as well. So, uh, end of day leftover ROs. Oh, is this about what happened today? <laughs> Does everybody recognize the slow clap that Jake is performing right now? I also would like everyone to note the look of disdain he had on his face when he looked at his wife. Hi, wife. It's also very hot in here. It so is. Yeah, we're all Everyone's a little irritable. testy today. Yeah, exactly. Testies. Testies. Hey, I, let's take a break and everybody take a sip of their beverage. All right. Okay. I just did. I'll do it again. We need to hydrate with mm. alcohol. Doesn't, isn't that a contradiction? Yeah, it's uh, a diarrhea. <laughs> Did you guys hear Ali swallow? That's what it sounds like every time. Yep. Okay. So <laughs> moving forward. Nope. <laughs> moving down. Um, oh my so gosh. Going down. Going down. And uh, then up. And then down. And then up. <laughs> and right, then down. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so end of day leftover ROs. It's happened before where I've talked about that we finished everything kind of by the skin of our teeth. Today was not one of those days. To give you an idea, and speaking about leaving like when there's an emergency or whatever. Besides us being short-staffed on text because the liability got canned, um, we had a tech that everybody, to an extent, forgot that had the day planned to get off half day. So he left at noon, and of course this afternoon was super busy. So I know that some shops run and they can run to the extent of where you bring in X amount of appointments, and at the end of the day, you have a couple left over that will roll into the next day. And that's kind of yeah, like, I mean, and that's kind of the pattern. Some shops can run that way. Our shop, at least in the condition that it is at right now, cannot run that way because we either have 
too many to begin with the following day, or there's oh. just too much backlog, oh. whatever oh. the case. Oh. oh, okay. So, yes, we can do that, and at one point we will do that, but at least at the moment it's kind of not possible. So, today at the end of the day, we had about, at about a quarter to four, we still had five ROs, which is a, like a lot for us right at the end of the day. Usually they're all out by that like time. Like you mean it, people coming that are still to be Waiting seen. to be dispatched. Okay. And they had already been there for anywhere between an hour to two and a half hours. Whoa. So it was bad today. So one of mine got out, you know, my ticket that was on top that she had already been there for two hours. It goes out, that gets finished. One of the other guys gets finished, but, you know, past five o'clock usually we're wrapped up by that time and then we had three other ones thankfully one of those people was in a loan vehicle but we had to give out two additional loan vehicles just for services wow because which is usually not the policy well actually yeah it is that's one of the things that drives me crazy is that people can just go onto our online scheduler and request a fucking loaner for a fucking oil change Oh, well, it should I mean, be set up so it can only be during certain things. Yeah, it should be. I don't think anybody What's with a regular... Opinion, Mike? I don't think that anybody with a regular service should be able to make a loaner on their own. You want to call us directly, and if we have an extra one, great. You can have that because we had an extra and you called. The, In my opinion, the idea of giving a customer that power, every single fucking person is going to fucking try. Every single fucking one of them. And it's bullshit, especially yeah. when we have a fucking recall going on. We have fucking back-ordered fucking cards. A multi-model, like, huge recall right and now. And all types of fucking bullshit. But no, it's fine. Go ahead and just request a fucking, you know, loaner for an oil change when you live two fucking minutes up the road and we offer fucking free Uber. It's fucking asinine. And then when I have a customer that'll come in, it's like, oh, it's got 95,000 miles. I've got a giant wallet. I'd love to fix everything wrong with it. You don't have a loan car? I'm sorry. I have to take it because I need my fucking car. Oh. So with that, if we didn't give it out for fucking 8,000 mile fucking services, I might have an extra one. So, and rant. Tell us how you really (laughs) feel. It fucking pisses me off so fucking much I could spit. Thank you for participating in our Spitters TED Talk. Or quitters. Yes. Oh, okay. Well, you know, just that's saying. just how it goes. Indeed. So, have you guys gotten taken care of at all mm. since it's been so hot? Like, have you guys gotten any like perks from your bosses or anything like that? The office manager brought us propels and uh, yeah, outshine sure. and outshine bars. Yeah, our office manager did that today, and yeah, we got uh, popsicles this morning. It was very Every, nice. Everybody out there, it's already eighty-seven degrees. Our lovely listeners, if you have outshine bars at your local grocery store, buy them there. Oh, so good! Bomb. I recommend mango. Mango's good. So is uh, Mike was nice enough to bring us waters and popsicles yesterday. What kind of popsicles? Bomb pops. There were big sticks and there were the ice, like, icy ones. Do you like the big sticks? <clears throat> I love that, Mister Dalheim. <laughs> <laughs> they were delicious. If you know, you know. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else think that big sticks taste like frozen uh, Red Bulls? No. No. Well, I'm not, no. I don't really care for them no. to be honest. Next time you have a big stick, 
think about a Red Bull, they taste almost identical. I don't really like Red Bull either, though. You know what I can get on, though? Have you had the cranberry Red Bulls? Don't put that on me. I'm wiping off your Why, yes, I have. Oh, my God, your sweats is on that. Ew. Ew, David. You can sweat on me, Eric. Yes, Daddy. Ugh. So So, what's this about unapplied labor? Oh, my apprentice. You have an apprentice? I do have an apprentice. Do you guys, in in studio, do you guys know what unapplied labor is? I don't. But I'm a warranty admin. People who are getting paid to be there hourly but don't flag hours. Yes. Oh, then yes, I do know what that is. Okay. That's like what our lube guys get yes. paid as so as ali said un, uh, uh unveiling the curtain or uh pulling back the curtain uh we're, the force get back yeah we're gonna talk about when did you peel back the curtain for mike <laughs> you'll never know you and eric have been doing your thing <laughs> oh that's okay God. hey ali <laughs> all right um that was the air five if anybody didn't know in case you didn't hear it air biscuit. Uh, so uh, unapplied labor is a really huge thing for our corporation and for anybody that doesn't know what unapplied labor is, it's basically anybody that's not producing anything. So technicians that produce labor hours are not unapplied labor. Um, Lubrac technicians technically that are producing labor hours are not unapplied labor. However, anybody that answers a phone or dispatches work or washes a car or parks a car or anything that's not actually producing something in the shop. Apprentices. Apprentices. Okay. Porters. Trainees. Porters. I said that. Yep. You did. Uh, those are all. Dispatcher. Una- yes. Dispatcher. Said I said that, that as well. Um, well, Dick, he didn't. He say. Jay, didn't he say handing here. out tickets Jay. and pulling up cars? He's talking. <laughs> <laughs> over here, bud. Over here. Right here. <laughs> Right. You said pulling up cars and handing out tickets. You didn't specifically say porter or dispatcher. I, I, I believe I did say porter, did and say porter and dispatcher. It's okay. We'll it's roll okay. back the fucking tapes. It's, it's, <laughs> hot, it's hot, babe. It's okay. It's all right. Everybody, hey, even Superman has to watch his cable. You want, it's tape, okay. you want tapes and CDs? <laughs> I do. Um, so, so, so what happens if you like tapes and CDs? Wouldn't you like to know? You're not going to say the punchline? Nope. You don't deserve it. Wow. Making fun of me and shit. Mike, do you like tapes and CDs? I I, I do. (laughs) I'll tape my dick to your forehead so you can see these nuts. (laughs) Well, that way he does it. (laughs) When he steals my thunder. I don't give you the pleasure and I steal your thunder. So, okay. Unapplied labor. Unapplied labor. (laughs) is a a really big thing at our dealership. And I totally understand it from a managerial standpoint and from a number bean counters. You know, we talked about that last time. Bean counters standpoint. However, the thing that the upper echelons don't understand is that we need that unapplied labor in the sense of maybe now not necessarily in our region trainees because... You know, there's a influx of technicians that are available now due to our specific circumstances, but we still need, I mean, we don't, maybe we don't need a greeter, but you know, somebody else can play a greeter in the meantime, but we need somebody to answer phones. We need somebody to set appointments. We need somebody to, you know, do this, that, and the other, we need more porters. So all of the, the problem is, is that they see that unapplied labor as a loss in the company when really that's, what's getting you your customers to return. Yes, Allie. Okay, so I understand that they see the unemployed labor as a net loss. However, 
the unapplied the people who have jobs that are classified as unapplied labor help with the productivity of the shop no absolutely correct which is the point that i'm trying to get across to the people who are in charge at the dealership right now is that one of the biggest problems that i hear from every single customer that i talk to is that it's impossible to talk to somebody because everybody is so busy doing everything else the service advisors are busy doing cashiering and setting appointments and talking to their customers and trying to upsell and doing numbers and doing paperwork and this that and the other and and we don't have a no receptionist answering the phones there, there, there's no one to answer the phones there's no one to set appointments it's all based upon can't the even four get a hold advisors. of your uh, accounting department you, by the way you literally cannot reach anybody because we are spread so thin right now and one of the biggest things that i feel like is a way to bring more customers in the shop is to have a good customer experience and how does that start with having somebody to answer the phones right it's 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 as simple as well i don't know that information right now but if you give me a couple minutes i can get back to you and you go and you talk to the person that has the information and you bring it back to the to the client i mean so there, there's a lot of things that we're trying to go through and you know, figure out and stuff like that. But that, you know, as far as which we'll talk about later in the show, um, as far as going into more of a behind the scenes person, um, the, the unapplied labor is huge. And they look at that number like it's, you know, the Bible. And that that's not necessarily a, a factor of how the dealership is operating because dealership is operating great but that's because you're stressing your team out and asking them to do too many things if we would be able to put a little bit more money into that department and free up the advisors to be able to communicate with their customers better sell more work you know have the time to actually go through one-on-one and say listen you know your tires are really effed up right now or you know your brakes are three millimeters and it's probably you know pretty close time to do it and it do you want to talk about it now or do you want to talk about it next time? I mean, anything, you know, oh, my God, you're at, you're you know, 98,000 miles, you know, you're due for an, uh, a tune up. I mean, anything. It, it gives the advisors time to go through and sell the basic services that our technicians are recommending through the multipoint service. So if you get the support staff to take some of the stress off of the advisors, then they can do their job and advise the customers of the necessary services that they need that result in upsells, which is more money for the dealership. So it's one of the battles that we're trying to fight right now. What's that like? They need to free, like you're saying, they need to free up time for the service advisors so that way they can communicate properly. Is the issue having another service advisor or like it's just what do you, what do you so, think the so solution is to the, this issue? So, so the solution to this issue is, is first and foremost, we need to have a dedicated phone answering person, at least I one person. I can't believe you guys don't have that. Do you, do you not even have like a, preach, like preach. a, um, so, so if I call the dealership, what happens? I don't know. You may or may not get someone. So well, I mean, you, we answer you need most to of call the, the I mean, dealership. I mean, my dispatch. You need to know what that is. Yeah. Well, I think, I, I think that there's a prompt that t- asks you whether you want to go to parts, sales, or service. But I think it all, okay. it, it all goes to the same ring line. I mean, it, it's. I mean, my dispatcher, my dispatcher answers phone calls. But I mean, <clears throat> the writers answer a large percentage of the fucking phone calls man. again this is part of my complaint is that there there is no structure as to how this is done and they just expect like everyone to do everything and well i mean if you, guys, I pull if you up- guys hired someone 
$17 an hour, $2 above minimum wage. To answer the phones and cashier, your service writers would have so much more time. They the, 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 eliminated the cashier's position. Okay, years but ago. clearly it's not working, right? Well, I well, mean, to be, to be honest, to be honest with that, we have, a cash, we have a cashier and we have a dispatcher. I still wash cars, pull up cars, answer phones, make sure that the paperwork's okay. good. I don't have enough time and we have a fucking team. It's true. But imagine how much more busy you would be if you had to field all of those phone calls. My, my whole point is, is that if you free the writers up from trying to answer every single phone call that comes into the shop and have somebody that's able to be there and dedicated to... You know, answering phone calls, setting appointments, answering questions, or, or at least fielding things for a second until we can get the writers to, you know, what, what's the status of my vehicle sort of thing. The writers would have so much more time to focus on the specific customer that they're looking at right now and try and sell whatever work was, you know, diagnosed on the multi-point sheet. And that's the whole thing is the upsells from Lubrac. I mean, yes, you know, cars come in for warranty complaints, cars come in for customer, uh, you know, uh, pay complaints, but there are other things that are wrong with the vehicle. And if we can get all of that to be congealed into kind of one thing, when the writers have time to actually absorb the information and have time to communicate this with their customers, then I feel like we would be more productive. It starts with the support staff. I mean, if you don't have somebody to pull up cars, what, what do you expect? You're going to have technicians and the service advisors pulling up cars while they're trying to cashier and answer phones and, and deal with the customers and stuff like that. I mean, just you, you need support staff. That's the biggest thing. But Well, but you're also preaching to the choir because everybody needs people right now. And everybody wants to hire the cashier and the porter and that at $15 an hour, which is minimum wage here. And everyone can find, you can go work at McDonald's and make more than $15 an hour right now. in and out is actually fantastic. in and out is probably more money than I make right now. Panda pay, Panda Express pays their uh, chefs $22 an hour. Well, and I'm they have a really sign on bonus. Ooh. These are all things that I think uh, should Chicken be or Chinese? addressed, you know, as part of the shop's changes. What just before we go, like in your eyes, Eric, what do you think the solution is to this issue? Hire the people that need to be there at the rate that they'll do the job for. Yeah. Yep. But in the meantime, I think we should uh, thank our sponsors who are all yes. working very, very hard in this stupid heat. You know who works out in the stupid heat is Nick Lowridge from Matco Tools. He does. And, Thank you. Uh, you Ray, Ray Moon behind the grill. The grill. That's with, right. With air conditioning running. Right. Well, I mean, the truck has air conditioning for Nick. And uh, Travis Ferris from Hit Distributing for supplying us with Justice Brothers products. Hi, Travis. It was good to see you this week. Hi, Travis. Um, and all of our sponsors are lovely people who make donations thank you and Dale Follett for all of our IT needs and Norman Glazier from yes. Silvercore Metal Works Metal. Metal. and everyone else we didn't mention thanks we'll be black Mike what are you eating that looks amazing oh this it's just a delicious El Snor burrito from El Ranchito Taco Shop is that nacho cheese sauce and hot Cheetos nacho cheese hot Cheetos and their mouth-watering carne asada. 
and I'm dipping it in their creamy guac. Creamy guac. Oh. Yum. Giggity. I guess this is a great time to remind everyone that if they're ever in the Inland Empire area, visit Ray at El Ranchito Taco Shop. Yeah, totally. Check them out on Facebook.com forward slash Ranchito Elsinore. Or on their Instagram at Ranchito Elsinore. Now I want me some Elsinore burrito and some of that creamy guac. Giggity. <laughs> I can always give you some of my creamy guac, Jake. Just ask. El Ranchito Taco Shop, Lake Elsinore. More than just great Mexican food. I'm thirsty. Are you? Oh, me too. Wait. After this. Shimmy. <laughs> Apparently it's shimmering her titties for all of you. Shimmying, not shimmering. Shimmy. Well, they are a little shimmery right now with all the sweat. <laughs> and we're back. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening to every single one of those special messages <laughs> from uh. our sponsors and not fast forwarding really quickly. Um, that was redundant. Fast forwarding really quickly. Yeah. Well, I Sorry. guess you could... Fast, yeah, no, fast yeah, and redundant. quickly, yeah. yeah okay, uh-huh. I apologize for that, but um, on that I apologize. note, man, nothing is fucked here. <laughs> Thank you to all of our sponsors. Mm-hmm. We really appreciate you helping us keep the lights and AC. Oh, wait, <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. sorry. Well, that's not the we need, we need more subject. sponsors, Too guys. Soon. We're hot. <laughs> the AC is broken for anybody that's just hopping no in. No one's yeah. just like. No one's doing that. No one's like getting on their pod, whatever device, their phone, and like, oh, I'm just gonna go to 42 minutes or whatever. Some people skip halfway through. Maybe I mean, you never know. Where's my vape, you guys? You never if it was know. in your ass, you know where it was. I would. It probably is in her ass. I'd be like, oh, it's definitely here. All right. So speaking of beverages. Oh yes, thank you. Because I told you I was parched. Hilaire. Oh. Oh, oh wait. Okay. Oh. Oh. Okay. Ready. One. Two. Three. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Was it good for you, too? It's always good. I'm going to come. You. Oh, my God. Mm. So, um, you guys have talked about recalls recently. Yeah, so we actually talked about this, like, very briefly in the beginning of the show. We have a new recall. Mm. Cross well, it's models. newer. Yeah, it's it's multi-model, multi-year. It's a fuel pump issue. CX-5s, Mazda 6, CX-9s, Mazda 3s, Mazda 2s. Mazda 2? Mm-hmm. It's that old? Yeah, it goes that Jeez. far So basically back. everything that you guys make? Yeah, and <laughs> everything I think the, except for the, the Miata C- not in there. Miata. Everything except for the CX-30s, the CX-50s. So all the new models aren't in it. Or MX-5? It's that's there. Oh, Obviously, the, the CX-30 is like the Takata airbag all over it. MX-30. MX-30? That's never the electric. End. We can never oh, see right, the end the of that MX-30. stupid airbag recall. No, no never. Oh. oh, my God. And then, so we've been having a huge issue, just really quick, um, in Volkswagen because we have that allotment of um, loaner and rental dollars that I was talking about before. Um, they... 
have a separate <laughs> echelon for the Takatas. So I've been trying to upsell those, tell the guys, like, even if they have a maintenance, even if they have some other bullshit thing, we can get it for free under the Takata recall. And it's just another thing to add on top of people being missing and people are leaving, new people are coming in. It's a whole fucking thing. By the way, if you guys are ever curious how important a specific topic is for Allie, the more the arms do this, the more it affects her in her day-to-day -day life. I think that's just my Jewishness. Jewish people, I was like, picking up a bit of Italian. It's a little... Jewish people and Italian people, like, it, with family and mannerism. They speak in Italian. Very, very... <laughs> <laughs> very a, similar. I was going to say, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was funny. Hashtag Salabelle. So, ding, 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 ding. Our fuel pump recall. What is happening with it? Well... Um, was it yesterday? Yesterday or Tuesday. So we have appointments that are set up about halfway through October that every single day is already booked to our max of how many people we can bring in because it's a limited part order, yada, yada, yada. Also, every single one of them want a fucking loaner. So there's also that we're limited to how many loaners we have. So on top of that, on... Did you know that there's a rental allowance for that? There is a rental allowance for it, but it lines up pretty much perfectly where the few amount of people we can take each day, we have enough loaners in our oh, fleet good. that we don't have to. Oh, so you're prepared, just like Volkswagen. How, however, however, that might be changing because of this. And the fact of that it's the shop change. is so bogged down that we've been giving loaners out for stupid shit. But anyways, <laughs> to... <laughs> to uh, add a little bit on top of this before I go into it. So like all recalls and each repair procedure can be different per model or if it's all wheel drive or front wheel drive or if it has a turbo or if it doesn't have a turbo, blah, blah, blah. And of course it can't just be one part across that each one has to have a different fucking part, mm -hmm. even though they all do the same goddamn thing. They just send fuel. But anyways, so we found out that, like I said, Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah, that's the fans. Uh, sorry, everybody. Yeah, it changed the tone. Of it's a uh, UFO. Way. It's coming down and it, it, it's abducting me. I thought UFOs only picked up cows. <gasps> that was a compliment. Oh, so it's abducting you? I'm more. Uh -huh. I'm more of a peak. That was a compliment, though. A cow? That I'm a cow? He said he thought they only picked up cows. Correct. He said you were getting picked up by you. Yeah, you're too beautiful. Okay. Wow. And then she called you a cow. No, no. That was rude. Moo. After he complimented you. Milk. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so either Tuesday or Wednesday, my lovely parts person. I love her. Yes, she's fantastic. And, um... She calls me, and this is also on a day where we did not receive our part shipment in the morning. Lovely. So that was the first thing. And we had network problems, which was also another thing. Perfect. And it's going it, to be a great it, day. It was, yeah, it was just all around, just going to be a good day. So going to be a good day. <laughs> uh, you and, mean it's not going to be. Yeah, <laughs> and she calls and she goes, uh, Jake. I'm like, uh-huh. And she's like, I've got some bad news about the recalls. I'm like, uh, okay. And she goes, 
we can't do the recall for any more of the Mazda 6, CX-9s, or CX-5 four-wheel drive turbos. The park just back-ordered. And the CX-9 is what we do most of them on, I feel like. CX-5. Oh, it's the CX-5. CX I felt like it was the CX-5. And she goes, we are back-ordered now on all of them. If it's four-wheel, forward-wheel drive and it's got a turbo, it is back-ordered. It's front wheel drive. Front, sorry. Forward wheels. Front sorry, wheel front wheel drive. drive. Yeah. Sorry. That's bad habit. All cars bad. forward wheel drive. Bad habit. <laughs> I, I don't know why, but I've always said that bad habit. It's never been able to break he it. He also I love says you. heat seater when he's talking yeah, about Yeah, I say the heat seaters too. Heater. But that's from my mom. She always used to call them heat seaters when, <laughs> for whatever reason, those weird quirks that stick. But the uh, those specific models, they have now gone into intergalactic back order. And. Of course, you know, I told her, I'm like, please call DAG, which is Dealer Assistant Group. And I'm like, just ask them if they have some form or an idea of when we can realistically, you know, expect these parts to come back into availability. So while she's looking at that, I go through the next three, four weeks of appointments and look for every single one of those models that would fall under that. And I make a list and I give a copy to my dispatcher. I'm like, we have to call every single one of these people and we have to tell them either we reschedule you or you can leave the car with us or whatever but we just really can't work with this right now because we're gonna impact our warranty dollars v- visible Correct. head shakes can be seen in the studio yeah at this point. so she how ca- long was that list uh <laughs> the from where i stopped because we got too busy for me to continue which was about two and a half weeks i think there was 14 Oh, that's not terrible. Not well, like bad. I said, limited parts ordering, yeah. so it's not... Well, for, for his size dealership... It's bad. That's a lot. Right. So she calls me back and she goes, so Dag tells me that it should be three weeks and there should be a shipment that will take care of the rest of California. And I'm like, aha, I've heard yeah. that before. Yeah, but also we had a big parts order that came in that was supposed to come in What on... That was yesterday, Wednesday, and it wasn't there day before last it was so okay wednesday okay it wasn't there and then <laughs> oh yeah i'll talk about the next part later after we're done with the recall right so besides of course you call these people and they're wigging out because every every automaker will always make the description of oh my god you'll be driving on the freeway and your it's car just effing out. stops and you might die and everybody you love will die your pets <laughs> will die and, yeah, and monkeys might fly out of my butt <laughs> exactly yeah. and you have to explain to these people who number one who already had to go through almost a year-long wait for the parts to become available because Mazda in their infinite wisdom released the letter saying, Hey, you're going to have this fuel pump recall and your car might stop on you randomly, but we don't have the parts. <laughs> and then they call you and you have to explain that to them. So these people have already waited for nine to 10 months for the parts to become available. You set them an appointment and then you call them back and go, I've got bad news. Just kidding. We can't see your car. Just kidding. It's back ordered again. And then when they go, well, is it for all the, all of the models? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Everybody's going through this. You're not by yourself. Yeah. And you have to calm them down and tell them it's like, yeah, cause it's fuel pump related. So they're and, like, Oh, fuel scary. And, right. And I mean, I guess the one, 
It's nice. not for a fire concern. It's for it doesn't oh, work I'm anymore. Sorry, we don't right. say that word Expeditions here. what? Uh, <laughs> Expedition. <laughs> Expeditions say what? <laughs> oh, that's common knowledge on the interwebs. Yeah, we, here, um, in case you didn't know, um, it's a thermal event oh, with right. visual effects. With visual effects. Yeah. So the the one nice thing about the recall is we have not heard of one single failure. Oh, there's another special story about this recall too. So sometimes you need the special little bolts that go with it. Usually My story's done, by the way. Apparently. You can. Um, you weren't talking. Re- no, I'm, no, we're good. I thought I'm adding. I'm not interrupting. I'm adding. That's what she said. While exactly. That is what I said. So these <laughs> bolts are also on special order bolts? way before the. Bolts. Oh, bolts. 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 To screw, not a bolt. Bolts. Okay, sorry. What's the difference between a screw and a bolt? A huge difference. Okay, which is what? A head size, head thread. One is like a hexagon or whatever. There's a major difference. We don't have the time to go through it right now. I'm asking. It can't be that different. What the fuck is it? So a screw has um, more aggressive threads uh, as far as thread pitch goes, whereas a bolt will have... A measured thread pitch and okay. thread gauge, as far as metric or standard. Then you're talking about like five sixteenths by you know twenty four or whatever, and or head. ten by one twenty five plus the head size, <laughs> head. head shape, things like that. <laughs> but a screw is technically something that you would drill into wood or sheet metal or something like that, whereas a bolt is going to be received by a nut, okay, or some other sort so of yeah, threaded was receptor. That, that hard. Was that that hard? That's that's the it's that's the very it can be very hard. Maybe. And there was a nut involved. I'm gonna get a ton of listener mail. We're gonna get a ton of listener mail about that. So, so you know what? Personally, okay, find me on Facebook. Tell me the difference. I will take the heat. Okay, move on. It's but anyways, well, those parts were on back order. Well, yeah, the so the screws that are needed to, and I think I touched on this. The screws that are needed for the retaining ring. That seals off the whole entire assembly you for the screws, fuel pump. I got screws for you. I got some screws, and uh, they can be corroded, or they'll strip really easily, and then you can't complete it. And all of those screws were on back order, and but one you could use locally procured parts. That sounds like a certain set of rivets that we needed, Eric. Yeah, the yeah. washers. Oh, and the washers. Oh, um, is there a difference between the washers and the rivets? Oh, my just Lord. Kidding. I'm just kidding. And, uh, <laughs> and we, they finally told us because there was one dealer in California that had ordered all 750 units for their dealership. That, how is that even allowed? And, and that's the thing. We're still not really sure how that got passed. Does it start with a G and end with an N? No, it does, no actually it doesn't. That was the weird thing. We mm. thought immediately when we saw those numbers on the ordering sheets, we thought that as well, but it wasn't. Does it's it start actually, with an S and end with an R? No, it's actually a pretty small, smaller dealer up north. So either way, those were all ordered. Get at me, small dealer up north. Yeah, yeah. We need some parts. <laughs> and, and besides us seeing that, and Mazda was all like, oop the doodles, we made an accident and let this happen. Like Ali said, they then went, sent out a mass email saying, hey, we found a company that just so happens to make the exact same screw. And you know it has to be zinc coated. And like you said, the proper thread pitch and the certain depth and width and blah, blah, blah. So either... Either way, it's been pretty fucked all around with this, but moving on, it's just, it's crap. It's fucked. Hmm. Nothing is fucked. (laughs) 
Well, Meet- meetings, 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 meetings. I'm you just know glad what I don't is... work on Saturdays. Yeah. Um, our dealership is not open on Saturdays anymore. We used I do to not, be open. I do not miss that. That was such a loss. So, so you think? You yes. don't think it brought no. in extra money? We, we have an interesting uh, predicament because, um, as most of our listeners will know, uh, it is Memorial Day weekend coming up. Uh, no, it's no, Labor not. Day. Labor yes, Day. It is. My bad. Sorry. We can't, wear, from the we can't wear white after Monday. Mm, sorry, Eric. Um, wear <laughs> white. Um, mine aren't. Are you wearing? I was kidding. Yes, uh, okay. I am. Um, Minor little smiley face dudes. So. What's your underwear? I don't actually He's, orange. Orange. He's not wearing oh, any. He's not wearing any. Commando. Swim trunks. Anyway, um, so, uh, yes, uh, we have Labor Day off, right? Yay. Well. Not sales. <laughs> suckers. We, we have an issue where, specifically for this weekend, we have two appointments scheduled for our Saturday service. Which means that we have about two to four technicians and a service advisor all scheduled for two lube services, God. which means the dealership is netting forty bucks, yeah, <laughs> uh, maybe a hundred dollars, yeah. And do you guys dispensing not, a whole bunch more money? Do you guys not call them and say there's been a clerical error? Well, so he's getting into that. Yeah, gotcha. Getting there, Jacob. Jesus, he's fuck talking. me, right? He's talking. I'm talking. Hmm. By the way, Dale, where's my shirt? Yeah, where's my... <laughs> hey, where's my one-off special shirt, Dale, that nobody else can have but I need? No, he's going to send these to us just because he's a good person, and I don't want him to do that. Oh, hey. oh, jeez. Oh, Great, I'm so I've glad that my shot. dog is outside okay. being are, terrified by fireworks. Are, are we in Chicago? Yes. <laughs> That's um, racist, I think. Ha, what? <laughs> no, no, it's very accurate, actually. Yes, it is. Um... So anyway, um, oh my God, where was I? Saturdays. Saturdays, yeah. So so we had, we had two appointments coming out on Saturday mm-hmm. and, you know, two to four technicians scheduled and a service advisor and to have all the personnel there to, you know, take care of anything that might come in. So the advisor that was working that Saturday had told us, uh, told me, hey, I'm going to try to get these customers to come in on Friday because we should not be open on Saturday. And I said, you are absolutely correct. There is no money coming in. We're sp- expending a bunch of money to be open on Saturday for whatever may happen. And we don't even have like technicians there. It's literally just Lubrac and like maybe a break job or whatever, but there's only two appointments. Mm-hmm. So I went to go talk to the new general manager and I said, hey, um, Jim, the, the advisor is trying to get the two appointments that we have for Saturday to uh, come in on Friday and we can fit Do them not in. Come. That way we can, you know, save some money because it is literally, you are losing money. You are like shoveling out money to keep the dealership open on Saturday for no money. Nobody's going to come in. Well, it's Labor Day weekend. You know, people are going to want their car fixed. No, people are already traveling or have already got yeah. their car fixed. Or already nothing's, drunk. Well, what happens if, if their car breaks down? Well, we have the drop-off box. For that you reason. Can, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Uh, well, you know, th- this, that, and the other. No, I'm trying to tell you right now, we are going to lose money if you are open this Saturday. We have already tried to move the only two appointments that we have for the entire day in. Nobody's going to be coming in on Saturday. Like So yeah. just like little struggles... For, for for me and for us in our region, in our manufacturer, Saturday service is not profitable. 
We don't have the support staff. Why stay open then if everybody is upset about unapplied labor? Why have all those people there? It's not necessarily unapplied labor when you're talking about Saturdays. The problem is that we don't have enough technicians or bays for technicians to have a rotating staff of like Saturday people and not crippling us during the week by having, you know, somebody off on a Monday or a Friday or whatever their, you know, skip day is to make sure that they don't get any overtime. So th- there's just a lot of things that have to happen before we get into Saturday service. And typically in our area, in our region, in our zone, Saturday service is not a profitable thing. It's just lube. And anything that is more major than that is going to wait till Monday anyway because we don't have the technicians there because we don't mm-hmm. have somebody that can, you know, nobody wants to work, you know, Tuesday through Saturday or whatever, or, you know, have a, a six day week and then a, a four day week or however it right. works for that. So right. it, it's really hard to, in, in, a, in a smaller dealership like that to try and open up really major for a Saturday service mm-hmm. thing. Right. Well, and, you know, our dealership nixed the Saturdays shortly after COVID because it was completely not profitable at all. Right. Like, but we were doing oil changes, but there's no diet. The the. Um, stipulation. Stipulation was that no diagnose, diagnostic service we'll, we'll, should be done. Yeah, we'll bring the your vehicle in. We'll get it signed up, but you know there will be somebody else to look at it come Monday or whatever. Well, and like Ali was saying, with us on Saturdays, there was no diag. Period. No exceptions. We had two certified technicians that would be there. One rider and a cashier, and usually the dispatcher, because everybody called on Saturday begging to come in we limited it to x amount of appointments but the thing is that people owners gms tend to not realize with those weekend you know saturday appointments like you said no one in their right mind usually comes in on a saturday and is like oh i just want to get my front and rear brakes replaced and my tensioner and all this and spend all this money 95 percent every single time without fail was always oil changes not even rotations just oil changes if you had upsells you let them know they're like nope i'm good because they want to be in and out and be done that's it and they hated you when you told them you need this and you need that it's like well why are you telling me this i come in on saturday for the ease of access to come you know be in and out some people are receptive some people are not so i think that saturdays could potentially be beneficial if you did open it up to regular repairs and this is just my my opinion because how many people work from you know, nine to five or nine to six. That is the time that our dealership is open. Yeah, they could drop off the car before at seven thirty or whatever, but maybe they don't have time to do that. Most wouldn't it be beneficial for them to have to come in and open that no. up for why? No, why? Because it loses money. You, you're, but, you're so you. you but can, why does it have to be that way? You cannot stock every part for every vehicle. And when a vehicle comes in and you don't have that part that you stopped, you've now just wasted that time for everybody by having the vehicle stuck there over the weekend, sticking up a parking spot. And then on top of that, you know, you have, oh, well, there's nobody in the parts department that can order these parts because the parts stores aren't open on Saturdays Mm -hmm. or aren't open during the, the hours that we're open or whatever. I mean, just in our in our specific area, it doesn't seem like Saturday service works for us and to give you another idea as far as our shop is set up right now 
and to give you another idea, Saturdays very rarely see repeat customers. And if you do see repeat customers, they're always the ones who are only there for an oil change because they can't get off work or whatever the reason may be. But it's always somebody who can't get into Jiffy Lube or they're passing through town or, oh my God, I've let everything go this long. And that mentality of those people who go nine months to a year between fucking oil changes and they want a Saturday they're not going to spend any money on the vehicle anyways. It's nice to be able to, p- to provide a service for those people. Sure. However, it's typically not profitable. And I'm not saying this for everybody because some places have great Saturday services. Oh, sure. We're, we're not set up for the infrastructure, let alone the fact that our clientele doesn't exactly know that, well, we could potentially have a full service shop on Saturdays. And also the demographic here for, well, I deserve to come in on a Saturday. I'm a very busy and important person. Yeah, uh, I guess you very can build on area. that, though. It is. Yeah. It's true. But, I mean, you know, how many vehicles do you service on one particular day that you don't have the parts for anyway? So what makes Saturday different from any other day? being able to get those parts correct so even if so like he said you can't stock every single part and most people who are coming in who would need brakes or filters the stuff that you do never buy it but for the people that come in for diag and it's like oh you need an expansion valve for a 2014 mazda 3 we ain't got that in stock and guess what when we tell them that they're not coming back and saturdays are also a lovely time for people to come in and we find something like that, and they get the oil change done, and then they go to their buddy, who is a fucking technician who, obvi- for some odd reason, doesn't do oil changes, but can replace the part for a fraction of the cost. Hmm. Part of that problem is, too, <laughs> is if you can order those parts, um, corporate, corporate is closed on the weekends, so it would have to wait till Monday anyways to order it, and it still Your wouldn't be there. corporate is closed on the weekends? Yes. Our so corporate, is ours. No, it's not. Mazda's is. Nope. DAG and all of those places are open during the weekend, including warranty hotline. I'm talking like Mazda North American operations is closed on the weekend. Okay, but we're talking about parts. Well, okay. Okay. Yeah, so it would have to wait till Monday to order the parts anyways, and then it wouldn't get there till Tuesday. So Because it, it takes a day for transit right, or whatever to right. process through the and, system. And it actually is the same, like even with us, even though we could technically order parts on a Saturday, that order isn't put in until the next business day. So you still would in, end up getting them on Tuesday. Mm, okay. So did you address all this in one of your meetings? So most, uh, as, as we've talked uh, last episode. That was um, such a good segue. Because he didn't have to point it out. Well, didn't have to, but we're going to do it anyways. You know, at least she humors herself. <laughs> Someone's Spe- laughing. Wait, at bef- least one before person Before we continue, just speaking about humor, do you want to tell that awesome joke you told us earlier? Yeah. Oh. Did you know that if you boil a funny bone, you get laughing stock? <laughs> that's uh, actually quite humorous. Oh my god. I thought it was. I I like it. I liked it too. <laughs> Mikey is not amused. Sad trombone. That was good. That was good. I couldn't get to the rim shot part, so that was the first thing. So um uh we talked about last week um about how there were some chain there were shop changes and we're gonna continue upon that right now. But we're gonna start with your meetings, right? 
It's, yeah, it's part of it. Okay. So um, between last week and this week, it's been nothing but meetings. And it's been, you know, multiple meetings per day. But it's mostly like because they're all managers, you know, it's like, oh, we're going to talk about this for a little bit. Oh, I have to go do this. I have to go do this. I'm getting pulled this direction. We'll reconvene in a little bit. So, you know, it's like I get pulled off for this, that and the other. And then it's meetings and stuff like that. Um, so that's been kind of different. Um, honestly, though, in these past couple weeks, because it's been so hot out here to go into the office uh, with in the air conditioning has been quite a uh, relief. Yeah, quite a great relief. So I'm not going to complain. Um, but one of the craziest things that happens in all of these meetings, I mean, we're talking about everything from like things that need to be repaired in the shop and like things we need to spend money on versus like, you know, potential new hires or new service managers because we still don't have a service manager thing like things like that. I mean, just like the whole gambit of like what makes the shop tick we've been talking about and there's still a lot more to talk about. Where's my new parts washer? Well, when it shows up, I'll have it installed. Okay. Um, I'm also waiting for mine too. So you're not uh, on your own. Does each, does each like main bay have its own parts washer? So, so trans department, my area has its own parts washer and heavy line department. Eric's area has their own parts washer. Our parts washer is a bottle of degreaser and a pressure washer. Hmm. Sorry. Not sorry. We don't have one of those. Yeah. That's how I feel about that. We were actually amazed when we saw you. We had no, I had no idea what the hell that thing was, which is sad. I showed them our part. Isn't that, isn't that sad, man? Uh, That's extremely sad because that's like a a necessity. I know. Okay. Moving on. (sighs) Moving forward. Um, So yeah, so I've been in meetings all week and a lot of the stuff that we've been talking about is like how to build shop morale because, you know, morale was really bad after we lost. Um, our service manager and we have a new GM come in and like nobody knows anybody and everything's up in the air. So, um, you know, as I had mentioned last week, I was kind of fingered to, uh, Wait, what? Yeah. That's what he said. I was kind of, uh, fingered to be, uh, a service manager type role person. And even though I declined that whole thing and I said that we need to have somebody else uh, in the shop that actually knows that position and has experience with it for right now. Um, they've been looking to me for answers on how to improve shop morale. So one of the most simple things that I did was just grab uh, uh, ice, water, and popsicles for the crew when popsicles. it's been super hot. I got a that whole box of really popsicles simple. in the cellar. But the other idea that we had come up with was giving everybody raises. Come take your shirt off. Giving everybody raises. Get your piggly ass back over here. Giving everybody raises for nothing just for continuing uh, continuing to stay on with us and offering a new bonus program, which was never offered before at the dealership. Oh, what's that going to be? Well, um, it's not terrible. Uh, I'm so glad that they're uh, shouting in the background of the podcast. Um, hey! Anyway. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, uh, <laughs> thank you, Isa. It's okay. It's okay. You're okay. You're okay. Um, uh, anyway, uh, so part of the program that we had come up with, which was kind of the best of the you know melting pot of ideas, which I would have loved to have done more more for the guys, but this is what we came up with: was everybody gets a dollar raise on their flag hour, no matter what. Okay. 
then if you're 100% efficient, which more than half of the shop is, you get another dollar an hour raise. Okay. Then if you're um, over 100% efficient uh, to a certain uh, number, you get another dollar an hour raise. But the whole point of that is, is that most, in California at least, most shops deal with, you know, roughly a quote unquote 80 hour pay period mm-hmm. for two weeks. Mm-hmm. We've dropped that ceiling to 75 hours. So we're already grading on a, on a curve. Mm-hmm. So it, it, again, almost everybody in the shop is already over 100%. So it's easily a, a, a achievable to, for them to get their $2 an hour raise. Again, $1 of which is already guaranteed. Already guaranteed. So a lot of the guys, again, are able to get their $3 an hour raise. So it's, it's an incentive program. Mm-hmm. We're trying to build performance. We're trying to build, you know, um, efficiency, create the drive, create the heat under the butt, you know, all the, all those sort of things. And I don't necessarily think it's a bad idea. I think that we could have come, come at it a different way, but again, you know, I'm not the number cruncher. I'm not the guy that's in charge. I don't have to, uh, you know, talk to corporate and, and, and right. put all these things through. So, it's much better than saying, oh, hey, uh, you're not producing, you're fired. You know, like, mm-hmm. here's a dollar for just sticking around and being here for all this time. The, and the, here, here's, an, here, here's a way for you to make more money. Right. How about this incentive? Here, here's the carrot on the stick. Right. You know? See, the, the problem, and I'm, you know, I look at that the same way as you, Mike. I'm not a number cruncher. I don't call corporate, but my brain, as being somebody who, you know, does work and works for a living and earns money, that my brain, when I hear that, and it's it's me being cynical, and I probably shouldn't. When you hear somebody offer you a dollar to begin with, you know, no questions asked. Asked, it's great, but at the same time, it can seem insulting, especially because the way that my brain works is if these people can find three dollars per person, even though two of those dollars needs to be performance based. My brain goes, then why don't you give everybody $3 to start and then allow another $3 to be earned by performance? Because they're not producing. I realize. The technicians that aren't producing. I, and I, I 100% realize, but I'm just saying off of, off of my, my brain and the mentality and all of that stuff, I'm like, that, or, or look at it as the other way. Then the people who are performing. Give them a $3 instantaneous. The other ones only get a dollar and you have they, to earn they, the they, other two. They got their $3 raise right. by performing. Right. But I, I'm saying that the people who have already performed and proven that you get $3. The people who haven't, who need the incentive, only get the dollar and then have the other two. And then when they see that, that, well, shit, if I work this hard and these people who have already earned this $3 instantaneously... Now I'll push myself hard enough that I can also get those three dollars. So, so let me just put this little bit of insight in there. Most of the people that are going to be able to uh, hear this podcast aren't going to know what we're talking about. That came out wrong. The the, the people that I'm talking about aren't going to listen to the podcast. The guys that aren't making that extra three dollars an hour are so freaking close mm-hmm. that if with a little bit of coaching. And a little bit of stick to itness, and you know, remember that you're at work to produce stuff and do things. If they if they would just remember that a little bit more, they'd be right there. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's very easy. We made this a, a, a attainable. We lowered the standard for the production hours through the week. And again, I don't agree with everything that's going on, but this is the best compromise that we could all come up with. Mm-hmm. And 
you're already getting a dollar off the bat, which again, is not much, but it's better than getting fired mm-hmm. or nothing. Mm-hmm. And there's a potential to make an extra $2 an hour on top of that. Mm-hmm. It, you know, this, and again, this whole, this whole rollout was just kind of like, hello, welcome to the new role of management and blah, blah. There, there's new people coming in. Please don't worry. We're giving you money. We're offering you new incentives right off the bat. And we're going to see how this works for the first you know, few pay periods or, or, or a couple months. And we'll revisit it. I mean, nothing's set in stone. We, we've, we told that when we brought every single person in. And that's going to shop meetings. So one by one, we brought every single technician into the um, GM's office. And it was the GM, the um, uh so the general GSM. manager, the general sales manager, and myself, mm-hmm. and each technician. And we brought them in one by one and discussed, hey, thank you for continuing to be here. Here's your $1 an hour, no matter what. And here's your new pay plan as far as your bonuses, which, again, most of the shop is going to be easily able to achieve. They're already doing it. There's a couple of people that can be pushed to get there because they're almost there well you have an incentive for them that's to the incentive that's the carrot on the stick which i hate to use that term when i talk about my fellow people but you know that's literally what it is yeah so um later in the day you know and, I, and i've been i've been doing these meetings uh we actually had to have a break for lunch which you know uh, i get into the shop super early so i didn't end up taking my lunch until like 1 30 in the afternoon that's pretty late for it's you. super late for me um but aside from that um, so we get to um, the sort of the end of the list and it, it's kind of going by alphabetical order but uh, because the meetings went so long with each individual technician some of the techni- uh, some of the techs were at lunch and stuff like that and Eric was one of the people that were at lunch so by the time we were able to circle back to the people that um, that weren't you know available at that time uh, I was able to bring Eric into the office and you know by this time I've we've had this conversation a million times and, you know, we got a script and we say these certain things and these triggered words and blah, blah. So, um, the general manager offers Eric, his sales plan and explains Eric, his sales plan and the increase and the potential for Eric to make a whole bunch more money. And Eric kind of says, well, Hey, um, that's really nice of you, but, uh, I'm actually just going to hand you my two weeks notice. Your letter of resignation. My letter of resignation. I, I politely declined the um, <clears throat> the raise because I knew it was coming, but I didn't want to accept that and then hand in my letter the next I, day. It would have been... I don't have a soundbite uh, other than I'm a bitch, yeah. uh, but <laughs> I, I don't have a soundbite to describe how uh, upset I feel just as like um, an employee of the dealership that... Uh, somebody with your talents and skills are are going to leave us and leave us high and dry. Well, I appreciate Hard. it. It's to better myself though and better yeah, my career absolutely. and uh, hey. advance my career and right. make a lot more money Second than night. what I'm doing now and what was being offered to me. So, um, well, it seems like to, you're very driven to get to indeed, where you need to go. Indeed, I am, and uh, it's on to greener pastures in the industry still in the same industry so um i will no longer be working at the fjord dealer uh with mikey yeah so we're going to have to post a max s exodus 
uh, post to yes. the Ford Technicians Forum because you're familiar with that, right? Yes, I am. I'll, I'll snap all the pictures. Don't worry. I have a lot of equipment. <laughs> I have a lot of equipment. Oh, so I've do I. A pallet jack. I've got two carts. I've got my the pallet jack that box. you inherited off the truck that left it there. No, that's my pallet jack. Uh-huh. And uh, my two carts and my giant fucking toolbox and all my parts and well, you do have a giant box, babe. You. No. <laughs> <laughs> But it's small. It's giant, but it's small. It's just the it's right a, size. It's a tight fit. That is a tight fit. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I will still be here for the podcast, though. It's still recording every week. So, yep. I'm not going anywhere oh, what? for you guys. Um, uh, Mike be. can't get rid of you. Yeah, Damn it. <laughs> uh, much to some people's dismay. Chagrin. Not mine. But, uh, yeah. Anywho. I definitely was very sad when I learned about, but thank you. It is yes. He's going. He's going to better places. Um, it's not right now. I, I still get to have time with him at my two weeks. and and I'm grateful to be able to finish out my two weeks and make sure that my team is taken care of and not left hanging. And um, Ricardo, absorb and, everything. Yeah, I'm doing my best. Ricardo, and absorb everything. <laughs> absorb. <laughs> finish all my big projects that I have lingering. So, uh, yeah, that's the latest and greatest. Yeah, that's that's a very interesting dynamic because you guys are friends. You guys are coworkers. And Mike recently kind of, is it official? You officially are the interim whatever whatever or well you heard him in the beginning right when he introduced himself so yeah Jump we didn't get to that him. part he um, didn't he, he didn't did. change his he said shop, he should shop foreskin but he says that no, no not recent for the, for the past like three weeks yeah do you even listen to the podcast bro yeah. apparently not so uh yeah okay real quick um yes uh i was offered i was given the shop foreman position again this time it's going to be with appropriate conversation. However, it's super ironic because as I was in the meetings all day, giving people their pay plans and discussing their pay plans with people and stuff like that, I still wasn't given mine. Um, and I was also not allowed to be in my stalls producing work, which is how I'm still paid right now. Right. Um, mm. And when I, at the end of the day, when I was like, Hey, I also have to go home. I didn't tell him that I was doing the podcast, but I was like, Hey, I also have to go home to take care of something right now. Um, and I have to leave early. He's like, okay, well, uh, that's, that's good. I'll see you tomorrow. I'm like, but what about my pay plan? <laughs> yeah. He's like, me? well, you're a little bit more complicated than the other people. So that's coming tomorrow. It's like, great. I'm so glad I wasted like the majority of today doing all of this. And, yeah. and, and I don't, I don't even know what I'm signing up for. So, um, he introduced me to all the technicians, um, in the meetings as their new shop foreman, which, None of them were taken aback by because I was already the shop foreman and I've already still been doing it just without the pay. Yep. Um, but yeah, uh, so apparently I'm going to be a shop foreman. Uh, it's unclear whether I'm going to be a working shop foreman as far as getting paid by my hours and a production bonus or whatever or whatnot. But um, yeah, there will be another update next week. It's kind of exciting as far as just that I actually have the chance to... <sighs> I have the chance to point the dealership in a direction that it needs to be in the fact that I've been there for so long and I know what it needs and I know what needs to be successful. And no matter who comes in there and tries to, you know, put their ideas in, they don't work because it doesn't work for our area and our zone and our region. 
So knowing all of those key things, I can kind of help them and have an idea of what to do from there. So just just to be in a position to help the technicians and help the customers and help the dealership and continue to grow everything. It's just really great. Still, like still waiting on those assistants, uh, service director, business cards, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. I feel like, Mike, that you are in the situation that a lot of people wish they could be in right now, where they get the chance to have a voice with the people that matter. It's exactly what it is. I'm very flattered that they think so highly of me, that my uh, previous boss and my current parts manager think so highly of me as to, you know, recommend me for the, all these different things. But now that I, that I have the ear of the people that are in charge, it's, it's, it's really good because no matter who comes in to run the dealership, I'm going to be set in that position. Like this is going to be your right hand man. He knows the dealership like the back of his hand or even the front of his hand, you know, whatever. So just, I, I honestly, really all I want is just my dealership to continue to be, and I don't mean my dealership. I, I think I said that wrong, but I just, well, I love it so much. I just, I, I want the dealership that I've worked at for the past 15 years to continue to be the dealership that I've worked at for the past 15 years. It works in a certain fashion. We do have room to grow and I love that. And I'm so about that, but some things don't work and some things will work. And so we need to all be in agreement on to what's going to work for our area and our zone. And I'm just Indeed. glad to be uh, a part of that conversation now, finally. And um, does anybody have anything else to add on that? I feel like I've been droning on for a bajillion hours. No, Congratulations I mean, to all. To, to both of you, to Eric on his new adventures. I'm super proud of him. Thank you. It's not easy to talk to one of your best friends. Hashtag and, mass exodus. Yeah. And let them know, you know, the situation, especially since Mike has been elevated in his position recently. Um, whatever exactly that might mean <laughs> in the moment. And um, for Eric you, wants to get for elevated. You, Mike, for, you know, taking your opportunities as they come. And, you know, that's really Do important. Do not come? Yeah. Right now, we're, we're all coming. We're coming. We're going. There's a lot of things happening right now. And I, we're proud I, of all of you. I had an your... opportunity to help make the dealership run the way it should be run. And I ran at it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't think that, you know, I think that's a great opportunity and good on you. So, you know, who else is coming? Our sponsors. Our sponsors. <laughs> yeah, they sure are. Right. Meow. Meow. Right. About. <sighs> we need to so, thank them. We do need to thank them. And our listeners. Thank you so and much. And our we listeners. Really yes. All of you, you are our listeners fantastic. out there, Jean-Luc, the, the Lee, Dale, Norm, Drew and Neo, yes. Jean-Luc Schwanwin, Amy, thank you, Amy, yes, thank and you, Amy. Amy, and uh, thank you, Alex and Jeff. Yeah, one thank of you, my Jeff. coworkers, yes, Jeff, Alex. who listens to the podcast, told me that I make him laugh during the podcast, and that gave me a big ego boost. Well, let's so, make someone laugh. Thank you, yeah. Jeff. Thank you to Travis Ferris for <laughs> distributing, supplying us with Justice Brothers products. And Ray Moon from El Riantito Taco Shop. Nick Lowridge from Matco Teals, who still owes me a wire stripper. <laughs> <laughs> Dale Follett from Twisted Bills. 
And did we say Norm Glazier? From Stobacore. Metalcore. Metalworks. And don't forget to follow us on all of our socials. We're on there in some form of another or another of customer states. Mm-hmm. We're on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook. Facebook. What? We have our own website. Grab we some do. merchandise from the website. We have beanies, hats. Uh, well, maybe that's not like so great for the, the right now. The right right but soon, but soon. T-shirts. <clears throat> yeah, it's about to be hashtag season, bell. Which means it's You can even you can long. even find we need to uh, see about adding parts some tank tops. Yes, we should add some tank tops. We we can certainly add tank tops. It, you can find that website. CustomerStatesPodcast.com. Yes. Yeah, and you can also email us with any customer stories or whatever you're voice going memos, through. Voice pictures. memos, pictures. CustomerStatesPodcast at gmail.com. It's also our PayPal. And with that, we say... Bye, fuckers. Bye, bitches. Love you. Love you. Love you. You guys can have it. I love you so much you can have it. Love you. Love you. One more. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Sarah from Customer States. Matco Tools is one of the best tool companies in the industry, and Nick Lowridge is one of the best Matco tool distributors. Nick can get me anything I need for the shop or for at home. From oil drain pans to beef jerky, <laughs> Nick's got what I need on tap. Nick works in the Thousand Oaks, California area, and you too can get whatever you need by calling him at 805-796-7323. And if you're not in that area, call him anyway and tell him you heard about him from the Customer States Podcast. And then you can hop on to uh, matcotools.com and find a Matco Tools distributor near you. Matco Tools. Service. Trust. Results.